person in this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. Got the cameras on my the f*** Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. Yes, it is. The weekend is here. Weekend is here. Today, Cardi B born day, too. Yeah, happy birthday to Barty B. Drop one of clues bombs for Barty. Damn it. What do you get Barty for her birthday? Hmm. Probably got to get offset. Got to get it like a car, a crib. I'm, some, I said, I'm sure he didn't jewelry. do that a million times. Like, what do you? I'm get? sure it'll be something very thoughtful, and not it doesn't have to be something super expensive. Just something thoughtful. Yeah, a vacation. You, what, yeah, what do you get the the young lady who damn near has everything? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Get her pregnant again? Maybe. Yeah. That's it. That's something. Why not? Now, uh, you're out in Houston, right? Yes, I'm out in Houston. I was at Prairie View A&M University yesterday, Mm -hmm. and we had a great discussion. Um, It was like a sit-down chat. Shout-out to Tony. She interviewed me, and she did such an amazing job. So I just want to shout her out. She was really, uh, you know... Like, with, as far as interviewers go, she made me very comfortable. She asked some really great questions. It was a good conversation. Cool, cool, There were cool. some great questions from the audience, so shout out to everybody here. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, um, I got to be at Central State today in Ohio, and then uh, Howard first, Howard University homecoming, and then I'll be in Houston tomorrow. They said they really estate. want you to come to Prairie View at some point. I would love to. I'll, I'll be there talking real estate, but I'm going to go to the Yankees-Houston game Saturday Uh I want to see my, how my Yankees do. Of course, Houston won uh, last night, so they'll be playing uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to go to the Yankees game out there. So shout out to everybody out in Houston, H-Town. I'll see you down there. Now, what you, me, what you up to, bro? Uh, I'll be in Atlanta today for the A3C Festival. Uh, AC3 mm-hmm. Festival. AC3, I think. AC3 Festival. AC3, yeah. I'm dyslexic, so don't mind me. Mm-hmm. But I'll be down there today. Me and T.I. are on a panel together. Okay. Always fun talking to uh, Tip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talking with Tip. Mm-hmm. But that has nothing to do with nothing. We got a show to do, okay? And the show today is amazing. It is the perfect balance of ratchetness and I don't know if you would call this righteousness, but just mm. uh, differentness. It's the per- perfect balance of two, I guess, different worlds. There you go. But the worlds have more in common than people think because we got uh, Wale. Wale. Shout out to Wale as an album out today. Yes, Wild Ass Crazy, which I haven't gotten a chance to listen to yet, mm-hmm. but Wale does have the number one song in the country on Chill. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Katie Kirk. Yes, journalist, world-renowned journalist Katie Couric will be here. Yeah, so we'll kick with both of them. Nice little balance. Yeah, balance. You know, got a little bit of everything for you, people. Yeah, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what we talking about, ye? Well, let's talk about Laquan McDonald's death and how 16 police officers participated in this whole very elaborate cover-up. And so now they've done this investigation, and the report is out five years later. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. 
Let's get in some front page news. Start with Thursday night football. That's an interesting uh, thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Start with Thursday night football. There was no football last night. Oh, yeah, it was definitely football last night. There was night. no game on last night. Come on, night. start with Thursday night football. There's people out there who may not have watched. They may have fell asleep early. They don't know what happened between the New England Patriots and the New York Giants. I, I really don't know. I went to school. I went to sleep when the game was 14-14. It was tied in the second quarter. So, I don't know. Uh, to me, the game was tied. I don't know oh, what happened okay. after that. Well, uh, you didn't miss uh, anything because your team didn't score anymore after that. The final score was 35-14. to oh. uh, New England Patriots. Patriots are now six and zero. The Giants they have a losing record. It doesn't even matter what the record is. I didn't see it. I would like I said. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, was, yeah. Uh, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went as to sleep. As the baby says, yeah, 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 yeah. What else we got, Yee? Hello, Yee. Yes, well, let's talk about Laquan McDonald, 17-year-old Laquan McDonald, who was shot and killed by a police officer in 2014. Now they have released these investigative reports, these documents, and uh, they're saying now that according to these reports, the officer, Jason Van Dyke, former police officer now who fired the shots, and, you know, he was sentenced to six years and nine months in prison in January after his conviction of second-degree murder and 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm. They said there was a very elaborate cover-up. So what they are saying is they were destroyed handwritten notes, allegedly from witness interviews, and a lot of lying going on by these police officers to cover up the shooting of Laquan McDonald, who they said was walking away and he had a knife, but he was walking away, not even facing the officer when he fired shots and killed him. And uh, they said that McDonald did not actually turn around until his body turned after he was shot. Well, when you kill people in cold blood to get away with it, you gotta cover it up, so it makes sense. They said that the former officer, Van Dyke, made multiple statements that were contradicted by dash cam video. And they also said that the officers failed to ensure that audio systems and dash cams were working. So what happens? He gets more time now or what? what? Uh, that why he I don't got know, but I'm just hoping place. that this means that the other officers who lied and tried to cover up will also be held accountable as well. Mm. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the shooting that happened, the shooting suspect in El Paso, Patrick Cruzius. He was indicted last month for capital murder. He's facing the death penalty if convicted, and that was for deliberately targeting Mexicans in a shooting spree. That killed 22 people at an El Paso Walmart. It was the worst attack on Latinos in recent U.S. history. He has pleaded yesterday. He pleaded not guilty, and that was his first court appearance after he was indicted for capital murder. He will, like I said, face the death penalty. 22 people killed and another 26 people were wounded during that shooting. All right, now Bernie Sanders says that he is not going to slow down with his campaign. He said he misspoke. Here he is talking to NBC News. It felt from a public perspective that there was an absence of transparency. No, I don't accept that. No, I think that's a media thing. What should people think? People should think that I had a procedure which hundreds of thousands of people a year have. People should think that, according to the doctors, I'm on the way to a full recovery. So you will go to the debate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Three hours standing? Yeah. Did your cardiologist say, mm, no? Not an issue? Not an issue. I think Bernie Sanders is dope. I think his ideas are necessary. I think he's necessary in these campaigns to disrupt and shake, and shake things up. But I don't want him out here killing himself Correct. for the sake of being president. I just, I, just, I just don't like that. Like, I don't like him pushing himself, you know, right, at, at, at that is- age. First yeah. and foremost. Yeah, man, I, I get it, you know, but damn, yo. Like, I, I just, I don't know. I think he should cool out, me personally. Mm-hmm. But what do I All know? Right. I'm not on this campaign. I don't run this campaign. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a horrible night. Maybe your favorite football team lost. Or maybe you feel blessed. You want to spread some positivity. 800 800- Five eight five one zero five one. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, man. Peace and blessings. Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. What's up, Porter Party guy? Sean Porter. What's up, bro? Sean Stone. Sean Stone. DJ Envy. DJ Envy. You're my favorite DJ, right? We're like family. Breakfast club. We're like family. You gotta know my name. It's not Sean Porter. It's Sean Stone. <laughs> my bad. That's Sean Porter is a Sean Porter is a boxer. Bro. That's why I always say Porter Party guy. I, I remember that. Sean Porter is a boxer, uh, and you know he don't you like being mean? called Porter Potty Guy anymore. All right, Sean Stone. Saying, now I drive a garbage truck, so you know what I mean? Like, My bad. Can, yeah, Sean Stone is fine with me, man. All right, I got you. Hey, Sean, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir, King. Uh, please don't do no more records. Don't do any more that records? Black man don't, yeah, that black man don't cheat record. Mm-hmm. You didn't like it? Now you, now you a rapper? No, I do what I want to do because I can you know what's so crazy? So many people call up here trying to aspire to be musicians and do music, and you always shut them down, but yet you want to do music. I don't want to do music. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to do music, bro. He's secretly doing an album, nah, man. No, nah, for real. Like, we did a jingle called Black Men Don't Cheat, because that's not a song. That's like a jingle. It, it is. is. You're right. right. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. It's a jingle. But I'll be, I be sitting back in Jersey, and I'm like, yo, show me all this shot to shut me down, even though I, 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 oh, that's I always uh, support him, bought to his book for $40. I always support him, but he always shut me down and shut other listeners down. Black people who shut me let me tell you something. You, 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 just, you just called me and told me to stick to my day job. And I agree with you. So I call, I tell you to stick to yours. Yo, I got skills, though. And you be sleeping on me. That's That's maybe right. you guys you, can do a collab. You, you do got, hey, you do Please got go. skills. Nobody on the East Coast cleans porta potties better than you, Sean. And that's a fact. He's not a porta potty guy anymore. He's sanitation yeah, that's worker. Love, man. That's I don't right. mind working a nine to five job. And, I, and listen, and we appreciate you and we Thank appreciate you. your service to that sanitation company, sir. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's John from Houston on South Homicide. How you doing, DJ Envy? What's up, John? Get it off your chest, bro. Well, you know, I'm a community activist. I lost my son. I'm fighting for crime. Last week, I bought a car from a, a, a small dealership in Paraland, which is outside of Houston. The guy sold me a bad car. When he drove off the lot, the, the motor shut down. You know, we asked him for our money back. He said no. You know, on the next next Sunday, I'm feeding the homeless. You know, so it put me in a situation because I'm... I'm I, got, I need a ride to get around to to pick up donations from some people in Houston so I can feed the homeless. I do this every other month. Came to find out, I'm sitting on my couch a couple of days ago. I went online, this guy is an online pedophile. Um, he's harassing little girls online. I'm pretty sure that it's part of his gag order. He shouldn't be online on Facebook. You know, it's, it's sad because I spent my last, man. I, I turned on many jobs because of the work I'm doing within, within Houston. You know, and it hurts because this, this guy stole my last money that I have. And I'm struggling in life right now. You know, and it, it's not fair, man. It's like, I, I asked him to please give my money back. And he said, no. He, he said, I'm done with y'all. He's laughing in my face. Like, he's trying to taunt me. Sucker, sucker, trying to, you know, get hurt him. You know, so what do we do? What do we do to raise uh, awareness to what this guy's doing online? Well, I, I'm going to share his profile on my page. because I got to be careful, too, because I can't really say his name and what he did. It could hurt me in the long run, too, and I take him to court. All I could do is take him to court because he rolled the miles back on the car. He sold me a flooded car, and the car locked up on the freeway when he was driving home. You know, uh, I'm trying to raise a little money to, to, to get the car fixed. It was a 2008 um, 
tractor three hundred. I got it for twenty two hundred dollars, and just to fix it, it'd be thirty eight hundred dollars. Um, anyone can help. I mean, if you bless them, my um, cash app is John A seventy five. It's Houston Unsolved Homicides. You can look me up on Facebook. Everything I do is documented on Facebook. You know, I just did a um. This is Domestic Violence Month. We just made a banner for some of the ladies that are survivors of domestic violence, you know, and um, and it hurts, man, to see people like me out here. I lost my baby. He'd have been 24 this year. It'd be two years December, and I'm out here every single day fighting to find to locate um, missing people, trying to get answers for, for people who lost their loved ones, you know, and it hurts to see someone scamming people like this in, in the 20th century. It's not right. Okay. Damn, man. Well, listen, man, we're sending blessings to you, and we appreciate your service. Absolutely. And I man. hope you raise a lot of money via that cash app because we're going to charge you for that commercial that you just did on the radio just now. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Rayvon. Hey, Rayvon, get it off your chest. Oh, I just want to spread positivity and say uh, good vibes to everything. Everybody get safe. Everybody uh, travel safe and uh, take care of your family. All right, bro. Thank you, man. That was nice. Yeah, man. He got right to it. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Jacob. Hey, Jacob, get it off your chest. Hey, man, uh, I just wanted to say, yo, it's Friday. Everybody have a good day. And uh, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. One damn second do I believe you don't fart in your clothes. I don't fart in my clothes, bro. I ain't fighting, man. It, it, it seems nearly impossible. It's not impossible. When you know better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? Can you have this conversation uh, offline with him about farting in his clothes? Why? I have the conversation on air, so I might as well have it with, with one of our listeners. I don't fart in my clothes. The same way when you got to go pee or you got to go do a number two, you go in the bathroom and, you know, you pull your pants down and you let, you let your ass gas go. Okay, happy Friday. Hello, who's this? Uh, it's Jay Meta. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Uh, okay, so so last night, you know, the the new Jordan Travis Scott joints dropped mm. on the Travis Scott website, yep. and I stayed up all night trying to get them. And eleven fifty nine, I fell asleep. Oh no! Damn. Damn. So, you know, what, what, I, so you didn't get them? Nah, I didn't even get a chance to get them. So yep. you know, I'm on my way to work right now with no sleep. Sorry for you, bro. Well, let me ask my connect, Angelie. Did you get mine for me? I got you. Ah, I got <laughs> and mine, And he definitely son. asked me. Yeah, he definitely asked me yesterday to get them for him. I got mine, son. Huh? <laughs> Why that's you saying so rude. Huh? like you living by so rude, Andy, you, right? <laughs> you ain't got him. I like See, that though. Be, he was I like that happy. though. Be happy for your brother. There like, you go. like I ain't get him, but like, at least somebody got him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello, <laughs> who's this? What's Good your... morning. This is Olivia. Hey, Olivia, get it off your chest. All right, so what I want to say is basically, you know how everybody in the world is like always, always watching everybody else's social media and always wanting to say something about somebody else's life without actually knowing what's really going on? Mm-hmm. All right, so I basically just feel like everybody needs to stop worrying about other people's lives because just because somebody posts something on social media does not necessarily mean that that's their actual life. True. So what's going, what's going on specifically? On with you. All right, so yesterday I got a text message in my phone from a random number that I don't have. And come to find out it was a text app, go figure, right? Person screenshot pictures off of my social media, which my social media is public, right? So these pictures, everybody can see them. So you mm-hmm. screenshotting them 
really doesn't faze me because I clearly posted them so the world could see them. These pictures are of a photo shoot I did last year. It's a little, a little sexy photo shoot. Okay. Um, Ow. I do have clothes on. <laughs> I do have clothes on. I am a little covered. Um, but the person wanted to text me. So I'm going to text that talking about, oh, I'm going to take your pictures. I'm going to post them up and I'm going to put your number. And I'm going to put that Trevor's, um, for thirsty niggas, this is a thirst bucket. I'm like, yo, first off, my life's been calm, cool, and collected for the past year. I don't know who this is. This got to be one of my exes who's still salty that I don't want to be with them or somebody in my life that I no longer deal with because I cut them off. Because you, know, you look it all good and they not out. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to lie. I lost a lot of weight. I was almost 400 pounds. I'm now 120. Ow, so, you know, wow. Well, you was 400 pounds. No, not for two hundred. She said two hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't believe you went to college. Why are you exaggerating? Why are you exaggerating? I thought she said four hundred. No, no, no. I thought you just said why you graduated. Why you graduated? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Go ahead, mama. Look, you two. Did you guys have your coffee yet? Did you fully wake up? Good morning. They I, have do, I do green tea. I do ginger, uh, ginger honey crystal tea in the morning. But continue. I do my pineapple oh, and delicious. mango juice. That's, but go ahead. That's delicious. Yes, delicious. it is. But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep. keep I just us. feel like you know people watching my social media, and it's like, listen, if you're somebody that I no longer deal with, it's for, for legitimate reasons, you understand? Mm -hmm. I've come a long way in the past year. I'm focused on prosperity. I'm working on my business. Shout out to my page, um, Savory Blossoms on Instagram. Follow me. I cater all events. Can I ask you a question? Um, Why are you complaining about yeah. stunting on your haters? It sounded to me like you living life well, and you successful, and you look good. Let them see you flourish. No, I'm not really complaining. It's more or less, I want I just feel like everybody needs to stop focusing on everybody else and focus on yourself. Focus on your inner growth, your prosperity, and you will be where that person is at. I agree there with that. And she, don't, and she don't want to get harassed. She don't want somebody to put her number up with yeah, her picture. Like, and That's now. whack. And you texted me from a text app. Like, it's 2019. We grown-ass adults. Why is you hiding? Like, stop hiding. Confront me head-on if you got something to say. Okay. I agree with that. I, I, I also feel you when you say about, you know, stop worrying about what everybody else is doing, but... If that was the case, we'd all be following zero people. Like <laughs> we, we follow people. But well, you have a good I mean, weekend. Don't let them upset you, Mama. You have a great weekend. Don't let them upset you. All right. You want to give out your Instagram Thank now? Thank you guys. Yes, yes, yes. Um, shout outs to Savory Blossoms. It's Savory underscore Blossoms on IG. Also, you can check me out at Green Goddess since people want to screenshot my page. You tell them and post up my pictures. Come follow me at Green Goddess on IG. You will see I have bright red hair. You'll know it's me. And as for Savory Blossoms, my now, ID now didn't you Blossoms. Now, didn't you just tell us to stop worrying about what people are doing on social media, <laughs> but then you stop not your social media telling us what you're doing? I know, I know. It's a little bit of a contradiction. It's a little it's, bit of a contradiction. We, we, we all are. We all a bunch of walking contradictions. It's fine. You have a great weekend, Mama. You too, guys. Thank you so much. Bless, um, blessings and prosperity to all of you. Blessings Thank to you. you. Same to you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes. Now, let's talk about Mindy Kaling. You know she's one, on one of my favorite shows ever. She was on The Office when that show was still uh, running. And she has some things to say about the Academy and her almost not being nominated. And we'll tell you what she said happened. All right. We'll get into mm. that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Logan. I know Logan's on his way to school right now. He has a huge uh, football game this weekend, so good luck to Logan. All right, good luck, Logie. All right, now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk. Tyler Perry. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club.
Well, of course, we all remember the young lady, Raquel Bailey, who posted a billboard. He put, she put up a billboard, and she was trying to get Tyler Perry's attention to be the next leading lady in one of his productions. After seeing that billboard back in June, Tyler Perry wanted, went on Instagram and said, this is not the way to get my attention. Please don't do this. Save your money. But she did end up getting a role. Well, Tyler Perry was on Jimmy Kimmel Live in the past week, and here's what he said happened. I was really creeped out about it. I I, listen, she auditioned. I didn't even know it was her because I, I had separated the two in my mind. Uh -huh. She got the job, and then after she gets the job, they tell me, oh, that's the girl from the billboard. I go, what? Why did somebody tell me? <laughs> but, but great, it's good that she's good because yeah. if you put up a billboard and you suck, it's not going to work anyway. No. Yeah. Yeah, man, what he said is absolutely correct. A billboard will not get you a job. Talent will. We live in this era where people want to court attention, but they don't want to do the work. You still got to do the work. Mm -hmm. Well, at least it had a happy ending for her. All right, now, Mindy Kaling, and you know her from The Office. And I was just watching a movie on the plane the other day. It was like a late-night talk show that she ended up on. But anyway, I love Mindy Kaling. She had her own show as well. And about 10 years ago, she said she almost missed out on being nominated for an Emmy for her work on The Office. Now, this, she said the Academy that runs the awards show tried to cut her from the list of the show's producers. You know, she was a writer and a producer on the show, and she was also the only woman of color among the producers listed in Emmy contention. They told her there were too many producers listed when the show was nominated for an Outstanding Comedy Series category. She said they made me, not any of the other producers, fill out a whole form and write an essay about all my contributions as a writer and a producer. She said I had to get letters from all the other male white producers saying that I had contributed when my actual record stood for itself. Now, a spokesperson for the Academy said no one person was singled out. And she responded, respectfully, the Academy statement doesn't make any sense. I was singled out. There were other office writer, performer, producers who were not cut from the list. Just me, the most junior person and woman of color. Easiest to dismiss, just saying. So she explained all of that. So shout out to Mindy Kaling. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about former NFL star D'Angelo Williams. He's done a great thing. He's making donations. And that's to honor his mom who died of breast cancer. So he launched the D'Angelo Williams Foundation back in 2006, and just recently he is funding free mammograms for women, and he wants to make sure that everybody goes out and gets a mammogram. He hosted a 53-strong diathlon. That was a fundraising event named for the age that his mother was when she died. And so, you know, shout out to D'Angelo Williams for using that to actually help other people. All right, dropping a clues bonds for D'Angelo Williams. I love any type of philanthropy for a good cause. Mm-hmm. All right, Errol Spence, he is awake and responding. We told you yesterday that he was in a terrible car crash, his Ferrari, and he did somehow get out of there without any broken bones. They said he is awake That's and great. he is responding and he's listed in stable condition. They said he does have some facial lacerations, but he's expected to make a full recovery. He is resting with his family by his side. They do have surveillance cameras that capture the video yeah, seen it of on the TMZ. crash. He saw the, yes, the Ferrari is flipping mm -mm -mm. several times. The video was obtained by CBS 11 and Dallas, and it happened at 2.46 a.m. Yeah, you I can see him being ejected from the car. That is crazy. Yeah, I talked to some of his people yesterday, man. They said no brain damage, no internal bleeding. He has some broken teeth, uh, but but no bones are broken, and they're hoping that that, that, is, that is accurate. But yes, man, I'm happy for Earl Spence because I would have hated to see something bad happen to Earl Spence and like his career be derailed because of a, a car accident because he is a beast in the ring. Mm-hmm.
Peace. All right, now let's talk about Takashi 69 According to reports, he's gotten a multi-million dollar record deal while he's in jail. They said his deal is worth more than $10 million, and that's with his former label, 10K Projects. 10K Projects put out his Day 69 mixtape, mm-hmm. and they said once he gets out of jail, he'll get the money in return for putting out two albums. He's going to do an English one and a Spanish album. I think that is fiction. Cap! I don't believe it. No, I don't think it's Cap. That's the same label that signed him beforehand. Also has Trippy Red. That's the one that gave him all that money. I actually signed him. Let me, let me tell you what I think is Cap. I think the $10 million price tag is Cap. Well, they didn't give they him didn't $10 million. Give $10 million. They, they said the deal is valued. The deal is worth $10 million. Well, well, all the headlines, so that's a whole different thing. Well, good. I'm glad you said that because all the headlines yesterday was Takashi 69 signs $10 million record deal. That, and, and that's that's what I saw. No, that's yeah, no, publishing, when you, his, him touring and all that other stuff. It's not a, he's not getting ten so million dollars. Yeah, when people say million. when people say a deal is worth ten million dollars, right. that okay. that means they'll be spending a budget on marketing, a budget on production, all of that. So that makes a deal worth ten million. Doesn't mean they give you a check Correct. for ten million dollars. Well, I'm glad uh, radio don't work like that. What you mean? All right. They say here your deal is worth this much. Oh no 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 no. no. Here is no it's ten million. That's right. It's ten million. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, well, how do y'all feel about it? It seems like it, it almost seems like they reward them for snitching. It, 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 ain't that kind of what it is? I don't think they're rewarding them for snitching. I mean, I, I don't think that I, would, I wouldn't even make that kind of investment if I was a record label until I saw what his sentencing looked like. You know, if he gets sentenced and he's coming home, yeah, I may do a deal like that. But I'm not doing that deal until I know what he's, what he's actually getting. At least they know, uh, unless they know something we don't know. I don't know. And, you know, listen, just because a deal is valued at $10 million, they might not even end up spending it. They could say, okay, exactly. here's a little advance we give you. It didn't work out. Drop you, and now you get nothing. Well, like, I'm just, you, you never know how that deal is structured. I'm glad you said that, Angela because I just hate when I see people like, yo, see, he got $10 million. Like, people getting paid. No, he, no, no. He did not get $10 million. But it could, but it's worth up to $10 million. But that means nothing. That, that means mean, if everything goes pocket. well and he sells multi-platinum and then he could potentially have a deal, that's what that means. Yeah, that, that, that means a lot of things, your ducks have to really be lined up and everything yeah, has to happen clear, perfectly. Though. Let's be clear with Takashi 69 I'm sure there are a bunch of labels reaching out to him to try to do this deal. So a lot of that money he's going to get. No, I think that, I, mean, that that's how much the label's going to spend and that's how much he's going to end up on. $10 million. <laughs> okay. All right. When we come back from page news, what we talking about, Yee? Well, get ready for these cars that are going to be flying. We'll tell you what two companies came together to bring you flying cars. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What's up, y'all? It's DJ MD here to tell you about my new favorite app, Earning. Earning gives you access to the money you earned right away. No hidden fees, no interest, and most importantly, no more waiting. Download the Earning app and choose your own payday. Stop talking about my past, man. <laughs> oh, when I was I was telling the story about how when I first moved to Jersey in uh, 2010, mm-hmm. and the, the lady at the apartment complex that I was living in said, "You really need to watch Envy. He be over here with this guy all the time that looks just like you." <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out to my friend, my brother. That was my brother's apartment. Sean, little Sean, Sean. I used to live up, over Sean? there. I used to go visit him, and I guess they thought we were a gay couple. Hey, I don't man, know. They just said they used to hear moaning. <laughs> no damn moment. That's what you told me. Let's see, making up stories. I was like, what? Let's get in some front page news, man. <laughs> Last night, the Giants beat the Patriots. All right, where we else? We the going? Giants beat the Patriots 35 to 14. The Patriots are 6-0. Salute the Patriots. Salute to everybody in New England and You Boston. heard Charlemagne say it. And then, what say I said? it again. The Patriots are 6-0. <laughs> he said, the Giants beat the Patriots. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, whatever. The, G- the Giants might have beat the Patriots. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> they might have beat their meat in the locker room. The Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriots absolutely won six. Uh, and they're six and zero right now. The Giants have a losing record. Yes, y'all, two and four. Yes, two and four. The mm-hmm. Patriots won last night. We looked good. The first half we were good. I fell asleep. It was 14-14. And then when I woke up like ten minutes later, we was done. 
All right. But what else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about Boeing and Porsche. They might be, well, they are teaming up to develop flying electric cars. Yeah, right. I know you're excited about that. They're I mean, going to explore the premium urban air mobility market yeah, right. and the extension of urban traffic into airspace. Okay. Through a fully electric vertical takeoff Play and landing Jetsons. vehicle. I've been waiting for a flying car for a long time. The Jetsons. Get them in the car show. Back to the right? future. Like, they've been showing us flying cars. It's not happening. I've been waiting. First of all, how do you regulate that? Like, how do you regulate that in the sky? It can't happen with all the street lights and poles and all that other stuff. Somebody would die. Yeah, they would have. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole structure of the world and society would have to change in order for us to have flying cars. And I don't think. Uh, it listen, was, pe- people probably thought it was impossible when we had regular cars going on the ground and then planes. People probably were like, that's impossible to but, but fly pl- from but, here but, to there. But planes, planes land on runways exactly. and airports. Yes. Which they had to build. Air traffic control. Like, and figure out. So a car just going to land in the street where other people driving it or land They're on gonna another car. They're going to have to figure out. Maybe there'll be places where they can land. Maybe they'll have specific places where cars can land. So you have to go Who get knows, your, you, but I'm saying, listen, with progress. You got to get your pilot progress. license now. You got to get your pilot license. Like a lot of things have to change in order for people to be riding around in flying cars. Yeah. And I don't think. Listen, y'all sound like grumpy old grandfathers, okay? Change <laughs> no. is inevitable. <laughs> no, and it happens. Not. There's a lot of things that we never thought would happen. People thought computers no. would never exist. I don't think that uh, the world is going to to change their that. highway structure. Like this, 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 this is all okay. over the world. That's not happening. Like freeways are going to be. It starts. It starts obsolete. somewhere. I just don't think it's going to be safe. Well, I guess they would. I guess they would keep the freeways and the highways and stuff simply because you would have the option. You could either fly or you could you could drive. drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But either, so, but either way, you still got to have some type of air traffic control. That's what people going to be running into buildings, running into each other, <laughs> running into other flow flying objects like he- uh, helicopters and things. Yeah, of that there's nature. no lanes. It's not like there's a lane where you can stay in a lane. Like, how do you decide where the lane is? Right. And if you think birds well, hit your guys, windshield, you know, bird poop hits your windshield. Now, actual birds going to be hitting your windshield once y'all start flying. You sound like the music industry who didn't think that streaming was going to work or no, that CDs were going to happen. This is a happen. big difference. <laughs> you, you, you're reaching right now. It's a big difference. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, look, Boeing and Port. I mean, I think those are two pretty credible companies coming together. So They're not the know. first company to try flying cars. Let's see when it happens. All right. Now, Bernie Sanders, in the meantime, is saying that he's not going to slow down his campaign when he said that he's going to have to uh, take it a little easier. He said he misspoke. He said a word I should not have said. And media drives me a little bit nuts to make a big deal about it. So he said he's going to get back into the groove of a very vigorous campaign. Listen here. It felt from a public perspective that there was an absence of transparency. No, I don't accept that. No, I think that's a media thing. What should people think? People should think that I had a procedure which hundreds of thousands of people a year have. People should think that according to the doctors, I'm on the way to a full recovery. So you will go to the debate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Three hours standing? Yeah. Did your cardiologist say, mm, no? Not an issue? Not an issue. I think Bernie should sit down and focus on his health. He's up in age. He just had a heart attack. I think his ideas are great. I think he's necessary, but we want him to be here. Like We don't want you to die because you're chasing this presidency. Right. It is well, very stressful. Your health has to come first, and sometimes, you know, you got to just listen to what your body's telling you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back... Wale will be joining us. He's got a new album out today. It's called Wild Ass Crazy. He's got the number one song at Urban Radio mm-hmm. on Chill. I, 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 I think Wale is in a great place right now. Okay, we're going to kick it with Wale. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yes, sir. Now, Wale just walked in, and the first thing Wale said is, Charlemagne, 
You change, I call, you hit me back. Wow. Wiley probably the only rapper. Well, no, nah, it's like two rappers I talk to on the regular. Three, man. That's a nice St. Laurent jacket. Can we talk about how much money you got this morning? That's mm -hmm. a hot Louis jacket. Can we talk about how much money you it got It was a this setup because I wanted my compliment for my purple ass jacket. Which goes to show you I'm 10 steps ahead of you, mother. <laughs> you know, Louis made denim jackets. Oh, yeah, you know, they do for me. Now, a lot of. <laughs> nah, 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 a lot talk of, that number one uh, single in the country talk. That's right. Talk lot of, that a, talk. a lot of rappers have this jacket. They just don't wear it like I do. Okay. First of all, I want to say congratulations on having the number one motherfucking record. Do I? On Urban yes, Radio. Congratulations. Yes, I, I do. Yes, yes. absolutely. Okay. Even though I hate the word urban. Yeah, because what, is, what one. does urban really mean? Black. And what does rhythmic mean? It doesn't mean white. Black people that can dance. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> black people that white people enjoy as well. Yes, black now, people that white people like seeing. Yes. <laughs> but don't, don't but get let too real. Nah, his nah, one. nah, nah, because because that record gonna go like this after this conversation. Right. So, no, man. celebrate your number. Yeah. One. Congratulations. Like so. this, like my seventh number one. And I'm very yeah, grateful. Celebrate. Okay, I'm gonna tell you why I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you because you did it with no gimmicks. Mm -hmm. You did it with no motherfucking beef. You did it with no other hype other than making a good motherfucking record. Yes. Are you happy? Because you, you look happy. What you mean? You I smoke happy. before sometimes I came Sometimes you come in here, you don't look happy. You look because happy. Because I'll be tired. Man, it's yeah. 7 in the morning sometimes. And you he's know? a daddy, you know. You know, so. and his daddy, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get to that. You ain't old enough to be a daddy uh, yet, nah, man. Well, she nah. Nah. <laughs> you got here 40 and then you're a zaddy. With nah. a little gray in the bed. Nah. So you fell in love too? What you mean? Did I've been in love. I love this hip-hop thing. Ah, uh, here we go. Wow, you still running that game? Now that hasn't changed. Yeah. You still throwing <laughs> like that? I there. love my music. I don't know. I love it. I just, I just know when, uh, uh, like, uh, like a big homie asks you if you found love. I don't know what he's talking about because big homies don't be asking questions like that. I don't know. Ooh. That, was a, that was a little. That mean, was you're a, not a big homie. No, he is a big homie. <laughs> That's why I'm like, why you? A, no, you know me. I don't know. Me I don't think you're basically saying you a big home girl. That's what he was like. You said this is my big home girl. I, I, I ain't know. I know he's asking if I love. I ain't know because right, right, I, I didn't you. know what. You know I me. Mean? Well, you know, it's an era of men being yeah. able to discuss oh, he, these things. No, 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 no. That extra laugh is him bidding. Now it's not. He's, going, he's, he's going. going now. Like, he's going. And I didn't want to do you but like that. we can that. talk about relationships. And if yeah, you found because love, you, you got family. I got, you got five You got kids, 17 you got kids, right? I got five. Okay. Right. I'm just asking you how you look, I, you look it, it, healthy, I, 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 I listen to y'all podcast, you know what oh, I'm saying? Really? Yeah. The Casey Sometimes. Crew. So you saying you want to do a podcast like that I'm with somebody? I'm not doing podcasts. <laughs> oh. That ain't my blimp. We had a great podcast with you. That was, was two hours guest. long. Yeah, was you was a guest. Amazing guest. guest. One of our favorite ones. A guest can eat the food. They don't got to cook it. Okay. What did you mm. talk about if it was so amazing? Um, just himself, you know. He talked about his relationship with his daughter, about... Mm -hmm. Wale's like a relationship type of guy. That's why I asked him so It's hard for him... To find the right person, I feel like. It's probably you. He's, he's a, it is me. I That's feel why like Wale, Wale always is complicated. wants it's to be me. In, yeah. It's all me. And it's good when a man can recognize his shortcomings and his flaws when it comes to relationships because that's how you learn how to work on them. Yeah. A woman will teach you a lot about yourself. The right woman. What's the last thing a woman has taught you? Like, speaking things into existence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you said the right woman can teach you things. So you just told us about a woman that taught you something, so you found the right woman is what you said. Oh, so we doing Chatty Patty too now? Uh, no, the big homie don't said, ask that, Charlamagne. I, I, I said you found the right woman. I don't know who, who that could be. I was happy, though, because I said Wale, I know, has wanted to be in a relationship, hasn't found the wanted right woman. Wanted to be? And I kind of specifically said I was running away from it, but if the, the with situation... With the right person. If the situation presents mm -hmm. itself... Have you seen the Red Table Talk interview? Yes. I recommend everybody watch that. I watched it. I don't do stuff like that. And, is this Wale's? 
Okay, we'll give out a bunch of Oh, so that's... We celebrate number one. By the way, artists, artists, they're going to find out your little vices before you come in here, right? That's you, you put that in. Hey, hey, if they want some information from you... Celebration! He, he number one. Yeah. His album came out yeah. today. Turn me up. Hey, let's smoke weed. So Charlemagne can go around his white friends and smell like a black person. A black person. Now you ain't asking the question now. Okay? So when he starts tap dancing forever, he's about to meet. Me. I don't tap dance with no, no white people. Okay, where you, who you meeting with and what you doing? Shooting a movie today. With who? Actually, an Asian. Asian. Asian person? The director is Asian. Asian yeah. people? And the writer is Asian. What side do they... I don't want to get, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to get too yeah, yeah, I think the he gave it away, but yes. I could tell. People, people think that's a stage name for some for reason. For what? They'd be like, what's your real name? I'm like, Angela Yee. <laughs> no, we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. You're a beautiful Yee as well. Thank you. Are I you seeing anybody? Yeah. Huh? Stay Yo, strong, he took Are you saying anybody? He took the car somewhere else. You ain't even see him. You ain't even see him driving off. Yeah, stay strong. Hold on, let me pull up the picture of your girlfriend. Oh, okay, first of all, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Because I promise y'all, y'all better show this whole interview because <laughs> I want I want everybody to know how y'all how greasy y'all can get, right? What? Second of all, <laughs> you didn't answer my last question, but we'll get back to that. You, you didn't answer our first question. The <laughs> album drops what? And you know what? Today? I knew you Today. had a girlfriend because someone called me and was like, Wale has a girlfriend. I heard about it because I know someone that's friends. My G. Wow. If you that don't mean you hot in these streets. With these young ladies? Yes, you are. Why are you getting things. a call that I have a <laughs> lady in my life? Am I, I not to enjoy the fruits of my labor and, and you know enjoy what it is? them with somebody with some soft feet and features? <laughs> Am I not to do that? Why is this news? Because a lot, of, okay, a lot of girls, there's uh, girls, time, this, time, after we interview you, you, hold you on, Wale, let me tell okay. you something. So now every time you come up here, right, a whole bunch of girls go on Twitter and say, I want to be Wale's girlfriend, hook me up with Wale. They can't handle Wale. So naturally, when nah, people nah, hear you're in a relationship. You got to talk to the mic. Nah, because it's for us right now. Okay. You just said you want to play this whole thing. Then. If, it's, if it means that much to you, you got to put, do you Ooh. care or do you want the people to know? Is it about us and our friendship or do you want the people to know what's going on? This is cute. It's on the shade room. Listen, Five so days ago. the shade room says law? No, that's why we're asking you. Oh, so who you dating? Stay strong, yeah. Stay strong. <laughs> who you dating? My boyfriend. Where he at? Not here. What's his name? Wale. This is an interview about you. I promise you, you, I'll follow you for 24 Don't hours. Don't waver, ye. How is the Everything is Fine tour going? Everything is fine. Oh, yeah, you let them rear you up. Actually, yeah. tickets are available right now. The merch is fire. Everybody put the on. It's actually been sold out. Well, she's been accompanying um, him on tour. Wale so had I figured the Floyd Mayweather nice. defense. <laughs> I see Floyd Mayweather defense from Wale. I ain't see you hit him yet. Yeah, I, I ain't see you hit him yet. <laughs> hey, I got a question, though. Like, what's... I, no, seriously. What's everybody... Like, like, in real life, What's the fascination, right, <laughs> with other people's personal lives? The truth to the matter is, yes. this is the <laughs> that people watch, and it, sometimes it gets clicks, and sometimes it gets likes, and sometimes it gets retweets, Yo, so and it's going to be Kashi news. And right? that's what they, but that's what it is. Okay. They're asking that's you because it was on the blogs, okay. and they want to keep the story going. Okay, That's all. All right, we got more with Wale when we come back. Let's get into a joint, the number one record in the country right now on Chill. It's Wale featuring Jeremiah. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Wale featuring Jeremiah with On Chill. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Wale. Charlamagne. Let's talk about Black Bonnie. Let's talk about Black Girl Magic. Let's talk about Let's talk about how you put those records out uh-huh. and black women don't support them the way that they should. Black Girl Magic. But if you get pictured with a, with a, with a woman that's, that's not dark-skinned, they all on your ass. 
That's controversial. My agent and my publicist say I can't speak about colors. <laughs> but have you ever listened to somebody? Nah, but uh, ha! That's a good one. You're right. <laughs> but do you feel like you get the support you need when you put out those records like Black it's, Body and Black Girl Magic? Sometimes I, I wonder if it's, is it just not being marketed as such? Because I think when sisters, uh, they complain about not being celebrated, you want you one of the artists that celebrates them often. Sometimes they it, they probably mean they're not being celebrated by the per person that they want to, the person mm. that they in the club turning up to. Like mm. they not. They want Drake to make Black Girl Magic. <laughs> That's one of them joints that no 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 matter my response, it looks crazy. That was a good one. That was a good one. Five points to the Breakfast Club. I'm up like forty right now, but like five points. But I see you put out there. You said you won a Grammy. You putting it in the I want it. I want it. I want it. I want to be invited to the awards and them not have Sandra Bullock in front of me and completely ignore that I'm on the red carpet. That happened. The first time we went to the Grammys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for Lotus Flower Bomb. I was on the I was on the carpet and Sandra Bullock was there and I'm right and they go like <laughs> like they go and I'm like, okay, she don't got no song out, but cool. <laughs> she go and then I go and it's like and it was over. And I was just like, damn. And it also put me gave, gave me perspective. Like, mm -hmm. oh, it's just the rhythmic room. This is the urban versus... This is the BET Awards. Yeah. Well, I didn't even get invited to BET Awards. I mean... <laughs> why, you don't, yeah. why you care about that white person's award so much? One, it's just a, it's a goal that I had at the beginning. That's mm -hmm. one. Two, it, 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 it changes your leverage. And that matters to me. I want to do things. I want to change the world. And I want to do things. And I'm not putting all the, the juice into that jewelry, whatever, or yeah. that, that trophy. Mm -hmm. But if it can help me elevate things and do things or, you know, make an impact... The way I see fit, then by all means I need it. BT Awards should mean the same though. It, it should be because that's our award. I wasn't nominated for one of them Jones Eve. I wasn't even nominated for a hip hop award, and that made me feel away. But I, t I tell myself all the time, like you really a light to these people. Like whether they love you or hate you, they they you a light to in this industry. You are a light coming from DC, going through what I went through, being counted out three, four, five times, and still persevered. I'm special. I'm, I'm different. Do you feel like um, if, if you don't tell people that, they'll, they'll forget? I done forgot. Oh, you know, depression and anxiety is a real thing, man. Hell yeah. And we talk about it all the time. And, I, and you know, everybody and all the brothers in this really appreciate you going there. And even though, wow, that's crazy, I talk about it, but I like to package it differently. People are latching on to this because they had a bad day. You, that's not depression and anxiety. Depression and anxiety, like anxiety is your heart rate is going up and your palms are sweating and you Word can't, you, everybody in the room is talking fast, but they're not. You, you you just, your brain is in a weird place or you wake up thinking like the world hates you for no reason at all. Word up. That's what depression and anxiety look like. And I don't think very many people that be saying that really know what that's like. You probably had a, a string of bad days, lost a loved one. Mm -hmm. Bro, it's hard, bro. So how you hit? I seen it, you have. I, I remember when you had a panic attack in Charlotte. No, you can't. No, you, you can't. can't, can't self-medicate. Alcohol can't do. I didn't say I'm doing it right. <laughs> I just say I'm doing it. What else do you do to, to help your your wellness, your mental wellness? Because you can't say alcohol. Nah, not all the time. Just before yeah. I come see y'all. Um, um, <laughs> Music is therapeutic, right? Yeah. Yes. And on this album, I'm really just giving it to y'all. Like I'm talking about it. People ask me about the title of the album a lot, right? So wow, that's crazy. Is the good and the bad. And everything in between, right? Something bad happened. You're like, wow, that's crazy. Your team won the Super Bowl. Wow, that's crazy. And it's everything in between. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a balloon on the cover, and it's flying away. And it's really just letting that stigma go. You're releasing that. Oh, that's you, dope. You're releasing the crazy stigma. One of the main things about my anxiety comes from what people's perception of me is before I even meet them. Right. So sometimes 
I'll be like in a place and there'll be like five people and I'm like, okay, I'm a nice person. I don't want nobody to think I'm a jerk or nothing like that. I have social issues, but I have to hide them. So let me shake everybody's hand, look everybody, duh, duh, duh. now I get to the third person. They like, you don't remember me from such, 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 such? Boom. Um, now you um, feel like you got to remember. Um, um, uh, yeah. No, you don't. <gasps> On the outside, I'm, I'm looking cool, but in my mind, it's like, now, dumbass, it's going to be another person that says you was an ass. And I, props go to women, again, because a lot of them, they don't care what nobody say. And I want to be like that in some ways. I don't want to be you bad can, at people. But like, no, I don't remember who you are. I mean, but people every I feel, day, my bad. I, What's me your personally, again, I've went through so much things with people saying things about me that I feel like it, it triggers that. And then sometimes I'm just not good with talking to people in some environments. Like, if I don't know you, I'm not really going to be that talkative. And you that's fine. And it's, it's not though when you got a when you are when you are a rapper or, or artist that's trying to do better that's trying to erase this stigma that people have of you. It's almost like no, the Mandela effect. That's bro. fine, man. Because it's, it's not because no, not no, everything uh, else is fake. Well, you know break that down. I heard it. It's kind of like I might be kind of off with it, but this is the gist of it. Basically, it's like when you get information. Like I think it's something like people thought Nelson Mandela was dead, and it just stuck. And people just thought it, he was dead until he got out of prison. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like sometimes we receive information. And it's just like it gets it gets changed into another thing, and we stick with that. I think that's kind of what happened along the way. It's like, yo, this guy's a jerk. This guy's ass. And it's like so many people can't really say why, or if they say why, it's like, bro, I was 22 years old when that happened. You know what I'm saying? Like they got a narrative of you, and they stick to it. They stick to a narrative that 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 they heard, and it come from this person, that come from that person, that come from that person. You've been in the industry for a long time. You have, you know, you could probably name on. All limbs. How many that are genuinely a piece of shit, You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like they don't give a about you. They think they're above everybody. But like you know, that's 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 real. Like y'all know me, and y'all know I'm a regular. Guy. I like to joke around. I fuck around with y'all, whatever, whatever. But there'll be people that in the same position as y'all that work at other stations. They'll be like, oh, why? Because you was I, a weirdo when I first met you. I ain't no, gonna lie. because I, I, I wasn't a weirdo. I'm an, introvert. I'm an introvert. You would go to the club by yourself, sit in the corner. That ain't a weirdo. Like, why, why, we were just why, old. Why the club? I go to the club by myself because I'm trying to take something home by myself. What you mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the club. Yeah, yeah. I know you a good guy. And you, but he wasn't so a weirdo. Niggas that go to the club by themselves are weirdos. I don't like that. I don't like that you said that. If he's not a weirdo, I'm a weirdo. I thought you was. I might have thought you was a weirdo. I might have thought your fitted was too baggy. I was. I might have thought your fitted with all you New Jersey. We're baggy fitted. That's what I was probably thinking. From New York, and it was. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, maybe it was. A weirdo. Yeah, because you ain't had your St. Laurent bag yet. Now you got it. Now you calling me the former me a weirdo. The same wallet that was putting all the on sneakers and all the fly that I was doing that. Well, I don't but like him saying that because that's a generational thing. He looked he was at you. pinwheel fitters in 2010. He, that's why. He, he looked at you and he was like, who is this young pinwheel. dude? And then I brought Jersey back. I definitely didn't say, back. look at this young guy. I said, why is he in the corner and don't come speak? And he be in the corner just... Because I'm... So. Bro. Because your fitted was too Google, big. And, <laughs> Google, and Google the word introvert. Mm -hmm. Since you can read so good. He really can. I don't know who told you, you that. I went to him the university. So, I can read well. So, oh, let's not talk about the real H.U. right now. Howard Homecoming Week. The real H.U. <laughs> I'll be there today. Sell out. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> Y'all want to talk about me having a light-skinned girlfriend? Let's talk about Envy going to Howard Homecoming. <laughs> Ooh. My name is DJ Envy. And make you be like, I went to Hampton. They're going, boom. You're going to put that Howard jacket right on. You said you got a light-skinned girlfriend. That's what you just said? Why are you talking about old stuff? <laughs> I just heard you say it. It was only that 30 was seconds. It was only like 10 seconds ago. That was like 10 seconds ago. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't recall it. Well, let's play a joint off your album. Let's get to the music. What you want to hear? Um, What you want to hear by title alone? I want to hear Expectations.
You know why I like expectations? Because I feel like you're saying people have expectations of you, and you're talking about that on this record. I, that's crazy because I am. I, that's all, that's almost part of the balloon going away on the mm -hmm. cover. Because I'm like, get, like I'm getting it all out. Let's just get it out mm -hmm. the way. You know what I'm saying? I can't find no peace. You know, I sacrificed my world to a world that ignored me. You know, a black man in therapy. Because white terror don't sleep. I got the roll of my leaf. Might help with the PTSD. That's real That's expectations? The th a therapist told me the industry gave me PTSD. And he's like, every time I bring up, like, albums and, like, album releases and music, like, like you get tense and it let me know, like, bro, like, this is a form of the And he was like, yo... PTSD is like this. I only thought it was for like people in wars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But oh, like people in the hood that's getting yeah, shot at. Yeah. No <laughs> yes, sir. And the, and, the, and the fear of failure has crippled me for so long. And the fear of losing everything—it's a lot of stuff. Right, let's, let's play. play let's play the record. Let's play we'll expectations. Let's play even though you just made the, re uh, the the expectations for expectations a little too high. So we play the record right now. I'm, I'm, what? You is is that fire? You heard me rap. Let's yes, get into let's it right listen. now. It's expectations. You're not on the top 50 list, though. <laughs> We're going to talk about that when we come back that to it. That was expectations. Wale, good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Wale. Charlamagne? It's a guy who says he's the GOAT, but uh, he's, I haven't seen him on any top 50 list. Now how does that make you feel? Nobody put you, put, put you on the list, bro? A guy that says, well, say it again, Charlamagne, so I can discredit this whole You said that you're the GOAT. One of the greatest of all time. Okay, what's the difference between those two, th two things you oh, just said? Oh, you said you're one of the greatest of all, all right, time. All right, so what did you try to say first, though? I said you were the GOAT, but you... Yeah, so why why did you do that? I, mi I missed the word. I missed the word. <laughs> did but you miss a word? Was it intentional? No, it wasn't intentional. You said exactly. you Exactly. So me not being on anybody's list, that's not intentional. They just forgot because they know what time it is when they see me. Hey. And when they hear me rap. And if, Here's the thing. And if you intentionally left me off your list, your list is not valid. And every real know that. Perfect. Let me ask you a question. Why do we give a about these lists? We don't even know who making these I look like I get My back is turned to you right now. I don't give a f I got the number one song in the world because Urban Urban Radio Urban Urban Radio run Talk about nigga, it. And that is what twenty three on the white people 100, 100 charts. Shout out to all the PDs and MDs and DJs. Yeah, number one record nice in the shout world. Out. I don't give a f about nobody list. How many number ones I got? Okay, I thought so. Did I go get? You know who on that joint? No. I thought so. Who's who? Who you know who? I, whoever the f you think I'm talking about? It could be Madonna. Drake? I ain't see Ross and Why you Nico got the man name in your mouth like that so much? Why you put Ross and Meek on this one? Huh? Excuse me? I said, why, why, why don't I see no Ross and Meek on this one? one you listen to the album. Okay. Yeah. Journalist. <laughs> <laughs> they not listed on the features. You ain't give us no album ahead of time. Good man, see the man is making too much money flipping these. Man, I'ma take, I'ma be there to, on Monday. Hey, right, what we switching? You, you could, you done? I'ma be real journalist. Want me to be a rapper? Yeah. What's oh. up? I know for a fact he threw himself out there. You, let's hear your song, cause I know you got, you've done it. Every DJ's done it. I have. Uh, we want to hear it. Nope. We're gonna find. I wasn't good. What if he puts nah. out a record so and it you're stops? Weird, well, you're a weirdo to me. I was. What if he okay. puts out a record <laughs> and it stops on chill from being number one? He light skin. He already got the head start. <laughs> So light skin people think, have think, more of a head start. You think colorism plays a role? You think colorism plays a role in how people chart? I don't know what's happening. We got the number one song in the world right now. I don't know what's happening. The dark with that. skin is in. I don't know what none of that means. It's it's called it's called number one record. It's called Double M Genius. It's called We Back Baby. There you go. Stores. Listen, I'm proud of you, bro. Yes. I've told you that on the air, off the air. You did it with no gimmicks. You did it with no motherfucking PR stunts. You did it with no motherfucking clout chasing stunts. I'm proud of you. Yeah. King. King I appreciate talk. you. Thank you. And I, I see you with I your like lady that. everywhere, which is great. We doing this. So <laughs> I'm with you. Wale, we appreciate you for joining us, brother. Yo, shout out to my lady, though. There you go.
There you go. So there's a lady. There's a lady. What are y'all talking about? Y'all are y'all are weirdos. <laughs> Damn, dog. Wale, I'm out right, right now. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Also, let the record show this not Bel Air, but you know, no need to talk about that. Nah, Rose Word. know that we was a little low on the supply. It's not Bel Air. It's not Bel Air. I don't see Rose on the album. All oh, y'all trying to Bel-Air's see. Bel Air is a black you man. Listen, you drinking this white man's juice? Bill. You gonna listen to? I don't to see Omari. You drinking this white man's if, nectar? If, 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 if Rose and Meek ain't on this album, I will go to Hampton University and give everybody a million dollars. Okay. All right. How about now. that? Right, right. Well, they on the album. And if we not on the same record, what if we on the same record though? I would hope so. You gonna Joel. play it, Mr. DJ? Yeah. Everybody's ready to party <laughs> all night. All the girls are ready. So we. That's the real Yo, reason. That's, that's the real Wale reason. Wale featuring Zane would be that's hard. That's the real reason, Zane, man. Listen, the real reason why I was in the, uh, sitting down in the club being a weirdo because you wasn't rocking that. Like Ooh. That. You was playing some of uh, get funky cha cha now, y'all. Do, 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 do. Hey. I'm like, Yo, this is a weirdo. I like this. Turn Keep it shooting, up, Wale. Turn it up. Work it out. I was like, man, what this <laughs> playing? This, this baggy fitted <laughs> got the goat. This old God playing God all this bullshit. Y'all always playing this all this wild shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Wale. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Why you touch me for, though? What's going on in there? Bro? I'm in Houston. I don't know what's happening. Drum, you know Drum likes you. All right, I thought like Jason Lito. Drum wants you to brush his beard. Dramos is our board op who runs our boards. He's the guy that looks like Dancing Dan Rue. Yep, and uh, you see him in, in in Breakfast Club videos. Weird guy, cool though. Weird, weird young guy. Yeah, weird, weird, weird. Weird young guy. Hates Beyonce. Mm-hmm. It's weirdo. This, yeah, this strange. Anyway, let's get to the rumors. Let's and talk. I, oh, and shout out to Wale again. People, girls are already hitting me like, yo, hook me up with Wale in my uh, Twitter and on Instagram. I told them every time. All these girls want Wale. And you guys mentioned Jane, and I randomly sat on the plane next to Renee from Jane the other day. We were on a flight together to Chicago. So shout out to her because, <laughs> you know, just now in the interview. So. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. I thought their names were Jane. You know, Jane, man. Yeah, but I didn't know, like, they had, like, names. Like, names. There were two women. The two women. Renee's oh, yeah, women. it was two of them, wasn't it? This guy. <laughs> let's get to the rumors. Evelyn Lozada. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Basketball Wives has spawned all kinds of conversations about colorism. That's because OG did not show up to the reunion. Well, she did show up, and they wanted her to be on a separate stage. And so Evelyn Lozada has been accused of being racist, being a colorist, having said negative things about other races. They pulled up old tweets. Well, she went on Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee and Melissa Ford, of course, uh, was questioning her about some of those things. And a shout-out to DJ Damage also. So here is what she had to say about the gift that she did of, I think it was like an orangutan, and she, I guess, OG, that was one of the reasons that she said that Evelyn was a racist. I searched in my phone, laughing gif, Mm -hmm. and the little monkey was the first one, one of the first ones that came up. I go and I post this this quote with the little laughing gif, Uh and that's it. I didn't at anybody, I didn't hashtag, I didn't throw a subliminal. She must have seen it and then made it about herself. Mm. Honestly, I don't connect this little f-ing gift to blacks, African Americans. Like that's not a thought in my mind. Right. And in addition to that, uh, after that, they talked about uh, Evelyn Lozada and 
basically the whole colorism thing and how she perhaps didn't identify as black previously, but now because all these issues are coming up, she's saying that she is Afro-Latina. You've never been forced to define what, you know, what you're, what you identify with. Never. Okay. I have never, it's never been a conversation. Mm -hmm. People knew I was Puerto Rican. People knew I was born in Brooklyn, raised in the Bronx. You know, so it wasn't, but because we are in this day and age that we live in that everything's about race or colorism, that's why we're speaking about it, but it has nothing to do with this. And then I really, what that was connected to was when I found my grandpa two years ago and me doing DNA to find this man because we didn't know who where he was. All right, so that is what's going on with that. But it's been an ongoing conversation. We told you before, Evelyn Lozada even tried to get a restraining order mm-hmm. uh, against, against OG. OG, yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of back and forth <clears throat> between these two and a lot of bad blood. All right, now let's talk about DJ Khaled. He was on Angie Martinez's Untold Stories of Hip Hop. And one story that he told was a really scary story of when he was a teenager. He said around 16 or 17, there was a home invasion. His whole family was in the house. And here's what he had to say about still having anxiety attacks and panic attacks because of that. After the home invasion, you know, my father was going through, his account and messed up some things. What do you mean? From the business. They sold the house, and um, I just knew that was it was rough. I just never forget. My father told me, um, "I'm going out of town." So your family left, and you stayed in Miami. Well, they left to go start a new career, start back over, and be around their their brothers and sisters. I was like, you know, I'm a I'm I'm a stay. You're 16. I'm like 16. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, start working hard, and I believed in my dream. That it was right. about the home, did he say anything about a home invasion there? Yeah, that's what happened. It was a home invasion. That's why his family left. Uh-huh. He said his parents were home and, you know, they plotted on everything. And he said that's why, also why it was hard for him to be able to trust anybody for a long time. But the whole start of that was about the home invasion that happened and his family leaving after that home invasion. And let, me, yeah, let, me apologize, let me apologize to the Jehovah Witness guy that came in my gate yesterday. I didn't know who you were. I'm sorry. But somebody came in my gate, and I let the dog go. I let the dog go. I I never seen a man run that fast in my life. But then when he got out the gate, he told me he was Jehovah's Witness. I'm like, you just can't come on my property because oh, he came he came in. He the went gate? through the gate. So when he went through the gate, I let the dog go. I mean, you know, I mean listen, my mother grew up a Jehovah's Witness. I, I I grew up a Jehovah's <clears throat> Witness, uh, but I don't feel sorry for him older, because he shouldn't have walked in your gate. No, nah, not at all. Older white guy with a tie. I said, I don't care if you're old, young. If you come in this gate, I let the dog go. Now, did he at least leave the watchtower or the awake? For you now, by that time he was out of breath. He was running the the watchtower. Should have dropped it for the dog to bite. Nah. And you have to pay for the watchtower, right? No, they give those away for free. Oh, I remember they used to come and then you give them like fifty cents or something like that. I don't I, listen. I don't remember. I ain't been in field service in a long time, but I don't remember collecting no money in field service. But he'll never do that again. All right, now Colin Kaepernick. They have released a fact sheet. A two-page fact sheet about uh, just basically trying to kill all these, quote, false rumors that have been dogging him. His sports agent, Jeff Nally, is the person that actually released the document. And he said in his 25 years that he's worked in the business, he's never seen anyone treated as poorly and unfairly as Colin Kaepernick. He said he's reached out to all 32 NFL teams, but has gotten little to no response. He said not a single team has offered Colin a job since the 2016 season in which he began his peaceful protest. Not a single team has brought Colin in for a workout. Seattle brought Colin in for a visit, but not, but did not work him out. And uh, according to his, his agent, he also said that... Colin Kaepernick is deme- the the rumors that he's demanding a specific salary are completely false, and the notion that he doesn't want to play is just wrong. He's been working out five days a week for three years in preparation to play again. So they have done this whole press release, just basically trying to squash all of these rumors, all of these false narratives, 
and uh, letting people know what's really going on. So, Colin yeah. Kaepernick is bigger than football. Okay. Uh, now, the baby, let's talk about him suing a promoter. Now, a promoter is saying that the baby didn't show up for a gig. And what the baby is saying is that the reason why he is now suing them, he says the reason he never took the stage was because there was a lack of security. And as you can see, the baby needs security. He needs some good security. People mm-hmm. are always trying to test him. So in the documents, the baby says the contract he signed with the promoter promised him two security guards at the club, but they failed to deliver on the night of the show. And he says the lack of security is why he just wouldn't and didn't perform. So if you feel something in your soul, like this isn't a good idea, I don't see the security, you got to pay attention to that. All the baby needs is about three more canes and he'll be fine. Kane is his uh, big security. Yeah, absolutely. If you get about three more canes, he won't need security no place else. All right, and I let's really talk about this. Three more. This about one more. One more. One more. Just one more. That's all he needs. Let's talk about this Michael Jackson musical. Producers for this new Michael Jackson musical said that they are moving forward with their Broadway show, even though there's so much controversy that was caused by leaving Neverland. Uh, so normally, producing a Broadway musical is a way to make money and encourage art, but they said continuing with the Jackson musical produced by none other than the Jackson estate is nothing more than a stubborn crusade against men who say their lives have been destroyed by its main character. It will make audiences cringe. I think people are still going to go see it. Uh, yeah, yeah why so. wouldn't you? You know why? Because it's some people who believe Michael Jackson is guilty of the crimes, and it's some people who believe he's not guilty of the crimes. And the people who believe he's not guilty will still go support all right, well, MJ the Musical will begin performances July 6, 2020 at the Neil Simon Theater. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, uh, I need this man um, from New Jersey named Richard Decker, but we're going to call him Dick. Dick Decker, he's 31 years old. We need Dick to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. Okay. Because Dick was putting his... Richard, someplace it shouldn't have been. Oh, my goodness. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. This is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlamagne the devil? Possibly. Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, October 11th, goes to a New Jersey man named Richard Decker. Uh, let's call him Dick. You know Dick is short for Richard, so we'll call him Dick Decker. Now, we really need to see if Dick's origins start in Florida, because, man, on a scale of one to Florida, the level of stupidity in this man's story is absolutely Pahokee. I've never been to Pahokee in Florida, but it's ranked the worst place in Florida, so I'm just assuming it has to be pretty bad. And when I hear what Dick Decker was arrested for, I have to think to myself, WTF, what the Florida? All right, I'm sorry, Florida, but you all have reached a level of crazy that when we hear certain stories, we say to ourselves, oh, he must be from Florida. When I told the story to the room this morning, it was like, where that happened, Florida? No, Dick Decker is not from Florida. He's from New Jersey, but he's just pulled a Florida move. Now, unfortunately, there is no news report for this story yet, and I'm highly disappointed because I love when it's news reports about nut-ass news like this. See, according to the New Jersey Herald, Richard Dick Decker... 31 years old, wanted to have sex. And I guess there was some uh, fine things on a farm in Jersey that caught his eye. Oh, yes, parts of Jersey definitely have farmland. And Sussex County is one of those places. Uh, People work on these farms. They live on these farms. And Dick Decker was in the need of some sexual healing. So what Richard started doing, okay, what Dick started doing is sending messages to farms and horse stables in Sussex County asking if he could have sex. Now, I know y'all think that sounds creepy, and you should because it is. A random person calling you just asking for sex. But look, it gets worse. Because, see, the people Dick Decker 
was calling were animal caregivers. And when he was asking to have sex, he wasn't asking to have sex with the animal caregivers. He was asking if he could have sex with their horses and cows. What? I can't make this kind of stuff up. I'm reading this in the New York Post right now. Uh, Dick Decker, 31 years old, began sending the messages to Sussex County Farms and Horse Stables in 2018, asking the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses. Uh, question, do you think Dick Decker is a vegan? Okay, I'm thinking of Sexy Vegan from last week. Uh, he was a vegan who was sleeping with his dog, but people don't eat dogs in America, so that don't count. But if you're a vegan having sex with cows and horses, something's not adding up, all right? Now, Dick Decker didn't take the rejection kindly. Uh, he called these animal caregivers and asked for consent to sleep with their cows and horses. He was rejected by the farmers, so what did Dick Decker do? Dick Decker sent threats back and placed homemade metal spikes on their driveways to damage their cars. In one case, he threatened to beat a farmer's wife with a wooden stick when denied permission to fornicate with their horses and cows. And several of the property owners reported their tires had been damaged by spikes. Uh, and when he was arrested and police searched his home, they found a homemade 22 caliber gun, arrows with explosives attached, metal spikes similar to those used at the farms and posters of the Chick-fil-A cow. I'm not making this stuff up, people. You know what? It's time to play a game of Guess What Race It Is! Mm. Mm. Now, mm -hmm. Richard Dick Decker, mm -hmm. 31 years old, Sussex County, New Jersey, called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses, and when he was rejected, resorted to violence. Guess what race it is, Angela Yee? I will definitely, without a hesitation, say he is Old Town Road White. No shade. Oh, actually, Old Town Road would be black, though, right? Yeah. Well, not the remix. No. Yeah, okay. so, yeah you got to say the remix. Uh, DJ Envy. Hmm. Richard Dick Decker, 31 years old, hmm. Sussex County, New Jersey, hmm. called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their cows and horses. Hmm. When he was rejected, he resorted to violence. Guess what race it is! This one's a tough one. Okay. <laughs> this one's a tough one. I think you're trying to throw me off. Hmm. Come on. I got to go away. I got to go away. I got to go away. You know, uh, you know, I'm going to ask Steven. Steven's the white man in the room. Steven. Oh, he knows. Richard Dick Decker, 31 years old, Sussex Think County, New Steven Jersey. Steven and his dog. Called farms and asked the animal caregivers if he could have sex with their <laughs> cows and horses. When he was denied, he resorted to violence. Guess what race it is, Steven the White Demon? He was white, but uh, we don't claim him. We gave him up in the racial draft of 2009. Okay. <laughs> All right. Damn, why are you playing the mic down? Jesus Christ. Uh, I would like Steven the White Demon, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee to know that they're all correct. Yes. Richard Dick Decker is Caucasian. Let me tell you something. The male ego is fragile as is, but the white male ego, oof. The white male ego is fragile as eggs. Mm -mm. That's probably why eggs are white, because white men have sex with chickens, all right? And then they have the white eggs, all right? The entitlement and the privilege that comes with being a white male. When you don't get your way, even if it's because someone told you, no, dick, you can't put your Richard in my horses and cows. The level of entitlement one must have to think that they are wrong for this. And for you to resort to violence, this story really made me think of Vanilla Isis. You know who Vanilla Isis is? Those white male domestic terrorists who shoot things up because they haven't dealt with their trauma properly so they just redistribute that pain to other people. But don't raise your hand, Steven. You're scaring me. Alright? The, 
rejection, <laughs> the rejection that white men feel from not getting laid usually results in violence. Steven, put you, don't raise your hand. You raise your hand twice, okay? This is yet another reason why Steven, the white demon, our cameraman, scares the hell out of me, all right? Please let Kathy Griffin give Richard Dick Decker the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mayo the biggest hee-haw. Dick Decker. Hello, my name is Dick, and I would like to have sexual relations with your horse and your cow. Are they available around 7.30 tonight? You did that too well. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely sound like our camera guy has done that before. But anyway, thank you for that donkey. Uh, what you say? Huh? Anyway, thank you for that dog here today. <laughs> Moving on. Imagine this guy, Dick Decker, in his room with a big bottle of Jergens, Chick-fil-A posters on the wall, beating off to the Chick-fil-A cow. Can you imagine? What is wrong with the world? What is wrong with you for thinking of that, man? Watching the old reruns of Mr. Ed just whacking. <laughs> Watching the Kentucky Derby just going at it. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's get serious. When we come back, Katie Couric will be joining us. Hey, Katie. Everybody's straighten up. <laughs> All right. Not really. Get ourselves together. All right. Katie Couric, when we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Journalistic legend. There you go. Katie, I don't want to say her name wrong. Katie Couric. 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 You said it wrong. Couric? Couric. 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 Katie yeah. Couric. Couric. Yeah, it, a lot of people say it wrong. Katie Couric. So no worries. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? She, nice to see you all. You're a part of the iHeart Mafia now because you I got a am. podcast. <laughs> On iHeartRadio called Next Question. That's right. Investigating the people, movements, and issues shaping today's world. And the first episode is about sex. It is. But not just any kind of sex. Scary sex. Yeah, what exactly. Is, what is scary, what is scary sex? sex? Well, I guess it is in the eye of the beholder or okay. the participant. But one of the things that we tackled in one of the first episodes is the accessibility and ubiquity of violent misogynistic porn that uh goodness gracious uh, katie <laughs> <laughs> well i know but you know i someone came up to me at a conference and said we had someone come to our school and talk to the parents about this particular kind of porn that is so easy to access for especially young men and a lot of it is super violent and as a result there's a lot of choking going on you know anal sex that's not necessarily consensual and some of that sounds like a regular Friday night for some people. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? No, actually, it is interesting. And I think that one of the things that is important that I say in the podcast is, you know, what two consensual adults do is up to them. Correct. But in these in this case, a survey was done and one in four women report being afraid during sex. Mm. But we just kind of explore how um, it may be shaping people's perspectives or, or on what sex is supposed to look like and be like. The first episode, the official first episode is on CBD. You know, there's CBD, CBD everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so interesting because, you know, they have CBD dog food, they have CBD olive oil, they have CBD perfume, CBD tampons, somebody Chapstick, told me. Rubs, yeah, I mean, gum. you know, so the question is, how is it affecting your neurotransmitters that are responsible for pain, anxiety, depression, et cetera? Well, that's what I and, use it for. Yeah. I use well, it for my anxiety. But I wanted to know scientifically, you know, is it the placebo effect? How exactly is it working with your body? 
and it's completely unregulated. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a $20 billion industry by mm-hmm. 2024. So how do you know you're getting good stuff? Right. So there are a lot of questions because it just kind of came out of nowhere. Katie, how do you do research on all these things like the scary sex, the without using it? You have to participate in some of this stuff. It, not necessarily. I okay. can take firsthand accounts, I think. You know, although I did try, <laughs> C- I did try CBD uh, in all kinds of forms. How did it make I, you feel? You know... It didn't really affect me. Now, have you ever been high? Yeah. Okay, so you know what to compare it to. Yeah, doesn't yeah, really, yeah. It's not, it doesn't make you high. It's no, not it at all. Okay. And we talked about that, the difference between THC and CBD and how it comes from a different part of the plant. It's a psychoactive part mm-hmm. of the marijuana a plant. So I'm just sort of interested in all kinds of weird stuff. Are you a frequent weed smoker or just? No, not really, honestly. You seem like an edible kind of girl. Uh, I'm not really a big edible person either. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not a big partaker in... Marijuana. Marijuana, and I don't really drink very much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I now, think I'm high on life, guys. Now, I read something that, <laughs> that you went on a blind date with Cory Booker. I did. How was that? How did that come about? And who set that up? I don't even remember. God, this was so long ago. I mean, I, you know, my husband died of colon cancer when I was 41. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a period of about 15 years, I was set up on a lot of different dates with a lot of different people. I can't even remember who set me up. Was he the uh, mayor at that time? No, oh, no, it was before mayor. he was mayor. Oh. But he was incredibly nice and such a smart, impressive guy. We went to a Giants game. It was super friendly and nice, but, you know, no, what can no. I say? No second date, but that's okay. Well, not no second date. You, I don't know. I think that them? we were, I, I, you know, for the same reason, you don't have a second date with a lot of different people, right? We just, I think we enjoyed each other's company, but it wasn't, there wasn't a connection no prospect in that of way. Scary sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I generally stay away from that period, but yes, no prospect of any kind of sex. Are you going to cover politics a lot? In- some, you know, I think I'm co- I'll do some policy. I mean, there's so much politics out there. I think one of the goals is to cover stories that aren't being covered, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like how many times are you going to say Trump ain't Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's really hard because I think also people have picked sides. They're either watching Fox News or, uh, you know, MSNBC and mm-hmm. CNN, and they're becoming more deeply entrenched in their own views. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes I watch both, and I think I'm living in two different countries. I love right? it. Sometimes they don't even mention the controversy that's being covered, <laughs> right? They're not talking about... You know, whatever it is, it's almost as, as if that story didn't happen. Do you regret voting for Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like, I've been doing this way too long. Know, right? All right. <laughs> I'm sure you met him before and, and had a conversation with him. Yeah. Before. Now, looking at him now, has he changed much or is he I the think same he's, person? I mean, listen, I never knew him very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at NBC when The Apprentice was on mm-hmm. and I went to his wedding. Um, I think I was one of those acquaintances, friends, because our worlds intersected at at certain points. So I can't say that I really, really knew him. I would say that the office of the presidency has probably brought out the worst in his personality and behavior. When you see how journalism is now. I don't know. I mean, I think some some journalists are... I'd like to defend my profession because I do think... Some journalists are doing really good work. I think the Washington Post is a great newspaper that's been reinvigorated by Jeff Bezos. I think the New York Times, I listen to the Daily all the time. I think they do such a good job of explaining things to people. So 
I think a lot of good journalism is being done, but I think what's happened is there's this proliferation of media outlets that have no kind of standards. Is journalism dead or has it been redefined? That's a good question. But I definitely don't think it's dead. I think it's it's been reimagined because of honestly the internet and technology and the fact that everyone has a voice, right. right? I think people use the term journalist too loosely, only because like people will say to me, oh, you know, Charlamagne, you're a journalist. And I was like, no, I'm not, because I don't feel like, I, w- I would love to know your opinion on this. Do you think journalists should have opinions? And do you think journalists should be judging situations? I think that that sometimes things have to be called out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I interviewed David Duke uh, in the 90s when I was at the Today Show, and I started quoting him saying that Jews belong in the ash bin of history and just really repugnant, racist, anti-Semitic things that he had said. Mm-hmm. And my dad called me. Who, my dad was a journalist, too. He was a print journalist. And he said that was that was a real Edward R. Murrow moment, which was such a compliment from my father. And I think journalists do have to stand up for American values. And I think if someone uh, goes against those really important values... They, they should be called out. All right, we have more with Katie Couric. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Run that back, Turbo. Run that back, you can get the biggest in next. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Katie Couric. Charlamagne? I would love to hear how you would make American people understand what's going on in our current administration right now. I don't know if you can understand it. I wow. think it's pure chaos. Well, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? I'm curious, because you bring a lot Donald of the Trump. candidates. Yeah, a lot of them yeah. came up here. The only person that didn't come up here was uh, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden wanted to send his surrogate. He, uh, he, he wanted to send, to send his black male surrogate instead of coming, which I thought was disrespectful. Yeah. Because everybody else has come. But um. Well, so who do you think is going to be the nominee? And tell me your impressions of the candidates. I'm curious. Um, I like um, I like Kamala. I like Senator Harris. I, I like people for different Kamala reasons. Harris. I like Senator Tim Ryan. I like mm-hmm. Mayor Pete. I like um, Mayor Pete as well. I like Marianne Mayor Wilson. Mayor Pete is having a hard time attracting African-American support. Yeah. Because of what's happened in his own backyard. And I'm curious, do you think he can bridge that divide? It's going to be difficult. I, I think Kamala Harris is having a, a hard time with African-American voters as well. Well, she has kind of a, a, a mixed record as attorney general, yeah. as you guys know. Well, she yeah. needed to lean into being a prosecutor. Like, you got to think, right? There's a criminal in the White House. Who better to go against a criminal? than a prosecutor. She should lean into that and tell people, I'm going to lock Donald Trump up. But she, you know, I think she leaned into it in in the debate and got a lot of attention, but Mm -hmm. then then it sort of subsided and now she's lower down in the polls Mm -hmm. because I think that debate with Tulsi Gabbard was, I, I think, hurt her a lot because she was remarkably unprepared, I think, to come back at Tulsi Gabbard for somebody who's a prosecutor, right? Mm -hmm. To defend her own record. Who do you like? I don't know yet. I think the jury is still out for me. I think you electability. Like you like I, think, I think I think I think Cory Booker is incredibly smart and passionate and interesting. Um, I but think you wouldn't date him again. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Um, but I just I, I just think uh, you know I think it's still a little bit early. Well, if you want to hear about scary sex and CBD and, pre- <laughs> and, and esports and, e-sports. and ageism and ageism, that's right. And dating, because uh, Cory Booker is a good foundation. No, I'm not going to be talking <laughs> about that. I'm not going to be talking about that or online radicalization of white supremacists. That's right. Um, what would you guys like me to explore? 
What are you interested in that you feel like you need more information about? I mean, all of these topics that you talked about, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Like, I definitely want to go watch that National Geographic special. You oh, did. I wish you would. It's called. I was so proud of it, and I feel like it didn't get as much attention as I w- had hoped. It's called America Inside Out, mm-hmm. and I did these six hours looking at all these different issues. Mm-hmm. So I did rewriting history, and I ended it with Brian Stevenson talking about the lynching memorial. Brian Stevenson, if you all can get him on here, he is the smartest, most eloquent interview I've ever done. Mm, hook he it up. is so awesome. He's head of the Equal Justice Initiative. You guys would love him. Set, run the so, play, Katie. Huh? Set it up. You the plug. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm interviewing, I'm interviewing <laughs> him this fall. <laughs> really? And when I see him, I'm going to tell him to come by. Okay. Because I think your listeners, your viewers, you would really enjoy hearing <laughs> from Brian Stevenson. But anyway, so we did Confederate statues mm-hmm. and kind of our whole, the way we've recorded history in general. I did uh, technology. I did white anxiety. Mm-hmm. I went in the middle of the country and talked to people about oh, their jobs yeah. and just to hear what they had to say, kind of the changing demographics. You know, by 2044, we're yes. going to have a majority minority population, and that makes a lot of people nervous. Yes. And Why do you think that is? You think because they think they're going to lose political power, or you think I, they're going to yeah. lose jobs? I think all of all both. Of, all of the above. Both. Okay. Yeah. And then I did gender inequality in Hollywood and Silicon Valley, and uh, I can't remember the other one. But I really enjoyed taking deep dives into all these subjects mm-hmm. and, and, and giving people the information they needed. So... When they did have an opinion about these things, at least they would know what they were talking about. You got a memoir coming out too, right? I do. Twenty twenty one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm sixty two. I'm writing about my life while I can still remember. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Is it stressful? A little. You know, I mean, you relive a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. But you know, I think when you're a public figure like I've been for a while, you have a lot of people writing your story, and I think that no one knows your own experiences like you do. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to write things from my perspective. You know, listen, my husband will buy it. Uh, (laughs) Maybe my daughters will buy it. it. So that's three copies. Is your husband going to be upset that you bought up Cory Booker? No, he doesn't care. Okay. He doesn't care. He's so great. My husband is so funny and so great. And he's like, no, he won't be upset at all. He's so used to me. He's like, whatever, Kirk. And you cool. I got when you when you threw the peace sign up. You say, "Yo, yo, it, it was natural." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you probably you probably felt Corey was a little corny, right? <laughs> a little corny for your taste. You seem to be a little kind of obsessed with this topic. Nah, what up asking, with that? Just asking. Just, wanna, just jabbing Corey a little bit. <laughs> My goodness. The, the next episode drops next week Thursday, and we appreciate this you week. for joining. Oh, this week. This week. Oh, this, this week. But well, we appreciate you for joining us. Oh, I know what I'd like for you to talk about on your podcast. What? Cancel culture, but not just cancel culture. I'm so redemption in culture. That. Yeah. How do you get because re- it has to be some redemption? Well, right? so far there's no redemption. Exactly, <laughs> but you it know? has to be, right? Um, I don't know. I think in certain cases, certain cases I think it yeah. depends, right? Does Harvey Weinstein deserve a second no, chance? I no. don't think so. You know, are there other people? Does Matt Lauer? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I you know. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm writing about it. I'm sort of processing it. And, you know, there's still a lot that I don't know mm-hmm. um, and don't understand. So I, I prefer to take a pass on that. Gotcha. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Yeah. Thank well, you thank you, guys. I thank loved it. Coming. It's thank so you. fun. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for letting me 
promote my podcast. Oh, no, thank you. Katie Kirk. No, we have no choice. It's iHeart. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh, breakfast man. That is so cold. <laughs> that is so cold. Ow. But we're, but it's, we, we're lo- we loved having you here, though, because you are an OG journalist, and you mean <laughs> journalist in the, the best sense of the word. Thank you. Thank, thank you. So you. I've tried. You know, nobody's perfect, but I certainly have tried. Absolutely. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, so Birdman is a step ahead of things. Well, he was supposed to pay up on $1 million that he owes his ex-employee. Mm-hmm. And according to documents that the Blast obtained, they said that Birdman, in response to this $1 million he would have to pay, shut down all his bank accounts that he had with Citibank. And he said, shut those down a couple of months ago. So He knew they were uh, coming. He yeah. got the money out of out of Dodge. He could get arrested for that, but hey, he got the money out. Why doesn't Birdman have a private bank? What you mean? I'm what? sure he has several bank accounts. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he has several oh, bank accounts. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, you know, now they have to figure out how is he going to collect on this $1 million. Because sure the judge did grant a default judgment against Birdman in the amount of over a $1 million. Yeah, and I'm sure so. he got different LLCs, so he, he probably moved it into different LLCs and different bank accounts. Sheesh, I didn't know you could just do that. I owe you money. Let me shut this account down. All right, now let's get back into Brooke Nevels and Matt Lauer and these rape accusations. We read you yesterday some of Matt Lauer's open letter that was defending his reputation and denying the rape accusations against him that Brooke Nevels uh, has said happened. Well, she said that his 1,400-word letter striking out of her was a case study in victim blaming. She said, as his open letter clearly reveals, there may be more than one Matt Lauer. There's a Matt Lauer that millions of Americans watched on TV every morning for two decades. And there is a Matt Lauer who this morning attempted to bully a former colleague into silence. She said for two years, and this is she's quoting some of the uh, letter that he wrote where he said for two years the women with whom I had extramarital relationships have abandoned shared responsibility and instead shielded themselves from blame behind false allegations they have avoided having to look a boyfriend husband or a child in the eye and say I cheated they have done enormous damage in the process and I will no longer provide them the shelter of my silence so this was Matt Lauer in his open letter saying that he's going to speak out and not allow these women to be protected who are making what he says are false allegations against him she said this is the Matt Lauer then the most powerful asset at NBC News, who I feared when I continued to engage with him, as many victims of acquaintance rape do, particularly in the workplace. Now, she goes on to say that she blames herself after the alleged Matt Lauer rape. She said that when everything happened, she felt like it was all her fault, and she believed that encounter was basically because of her until the Me Too movement came along. She said, like many victims, uh, she was trying to clean up the original event in her mind, thinking if they could have a romantic relationship, then she could make this event less traumatic. So that is what she is saying happened when people are questioning why did she continue to engage in consensual sex afterward. I just don't understand why nobody is, is, is discussing that fact, like that the fact that she had slept that she slept with him several times after the alleged rape, and sometimes she initiated the sex. Like I think that's that's worth a conversation. Well, that was her response to people saying that. She tried to clean up the original event and that she thought in her head if they could have a romantic relationship, it would be less traumatic. And her main thing is she did admit that they had consensual sex on many different occasions, but she said the anal sex where she was uh, yelling no and telling him no, 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 and he did it anyway uh, was what the issue was. Even so, that, I mean, yeah, even that part is sketchy because she said that she feels like it wasn't consensual because they both was drunk and because he asked to have anal sex 
And she said no. But then he asked her, did she enjoy it? And she said yes. And those are her words. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just a, it's just a, it's a lot of gray area in this whole situation. But I do feel like she was very truthful about a lot of things that she didn't have to be because, of course, it causes doubt when you oh, admit agree. everything that happened. But if she feels like, look, I told you no, you shouldn't have done it. And then she said in her head, she tried to clean it up because she felt like it was her fault. That's what she's saying is her explanation. Yeah, and it just sounds, yeah, it just sounds wild when she said I had sex with him several times after the fact, and I, and, and I initiated some of the sex as well. Like, right? I, she was being honest about it. Yeah, but that, if, that, if that just raises a whole cloud of doubt around the whole story, and I'm not saying she's lying, I'm just saying questions need to be asked. Like, it's not as cut and dry as people are trying to make it out Correct. to be. All right, now Issa Rae is the next celebrity voice that's coming to Google Assistant, and she's really excited about that. I saw her and Wale going back and forth on Twitter about her actually being the new voice coming to Google Assistant. So uh, there's some sample commands that are from Google that you can uh, actually hear Issa Rae. You can say, hey, Google, talk like Issa, and then switch the settings. So you could have done that for John Legend as well. I'm your Google Assistant. You can find me on phones, smart displays, and Google Home. And right now I'm using Issa's voice, which is pronounced Issa, not Issa. How about a quote from Issa Rae? Embrace who you are now and embrace what makes you different. You can still call me your Google Assistant. Now I just sound extra fly. <laughs> I think that's, that's cool dope. as hell. Do you realize if I if my voice was a Google voice, my kids would think I was the coolest person in the world? Because, you know, my, my, like, even my little four-year-old is always like, hey, Google! Play Old Town Road, you know what I'm saying? Like if if they if they could hear me, yeah, as the Google voice, you know how cool they would think I was. Man, drop one of the clues bombs for Easter Ray. That's fly. You know what was dope too when when Khaled, DJ Khaled was on Waze. Make them right now. Don't worry. <laughs> Better roads will be easier. Like it, it, it was dope. Nah. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings. Nah, I like Khaled on the McDonald's commercial better. Can we play that for old time's sake? <laughs> no. Can we play Khaled on the McDonald's commercial you don't for like old time's sake? One, man. I know he Leave does. Leave Khaled Can alone. We play Khaled? Let's play. Let's play Stop one time. Stop being a bully. <laughs> Khaled on the McDonald's commercial for old time's sake was way better than him on ways. Oh, man. Let me tell you something about the Mid Cafe hot chocolate. When you put that whipped cream on top and that chocolate syrup and that steamed milk, before you even drink it, when you have it in your hand and you feel how warm it is and you say. Man, when I take a sip of this and then you take a sip and that whipped cream's on your face and even hits your nose, you don't even get mad. You don't even wipe it off because you immediately go back in for more hot chocolate. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix, and I'll get you requested and shout to revolt. We'll see you on Monday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Howdy, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, shout out to Wale for joining us. Make sure you pick up his album. Yes. Yes, Wild That's Crazy. I'm about to ride to that on the way to Atlanta. I haven't heard Wale's album yet. Um, He didn't send me any advanced copies. Mm -mm. Uh, We only heard the first four songs that were released before he put it out. Yes, Black Bonnie, Black Girl Mm -hmm. Magic, On Chill. What was the other one? Pole Dancer. Pole Dancer Mm -hmm. with Megan Thee Stallion. Yes, you're right. But uh, I do like that Expectations record a lot because he's talking about his, his his struggles with mental health, man. And you know I love that. Right. So salute to Wale. All right. And also Katie Couric for joining us this morning. Yes, Katie Couric, world-renowned journalist. Never knew she dated Cory Booker. Uh, she didn't date Cory Booker. They went on a, uh, a, blind, a blind date. date. So I'm they- so mad I wasn't there for, for that one, for Katie Couric. Yeah, Katie. I FaceTimed you. I know. I was excited about that. I was like, why is Envy? Envy's never FaceTimed me in his life. Katie Couric he was FaceTimed like... Me and I see Katie Couric pop up. I was like, whoa. She was like, where's Angela Yee? She went to Wesleyan. I, I want to talk to her. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. well, FaceTime her. 
That's because Katie Couric does her research. She does. She had a whole, uh, she had a one sheet with her, and the one sheet had bios on all, all of, of us. us. She was like, yeah, you went to Hampton <laughs> University? She, she knew everything. I paid attention to all that. I'm she like, okay. Did. Definitely did. I don't care that much. Now, I'm going to be at us. <laughs> you stupid. I don't care that, you know what I'm saying? I don't care that much to be like, I'm going to act like I know all about you. Today, I'm going to Howard University. Shout out to uh, HU, all the HBCUs. I will be out there today. And then after that, I'm heading to Dayton to uh, Central University. I'm doing all the HBCU homecomings, man. I, I really enjoy it. I love the energy, so I'll be seeing you Are guys. Are you going to be at South Carolina State next weekend? Yep, I'll be at South Carolina State next weekend. I'm going to be there next weekend, too. I'm going to be there next weekend. Um, oh, y'all going to be together. I'm, I'm announcing something next weekend at South Carolina State's homecoming. Uh, and Senator, Senator Kamala Harris is going to be there next weekend, too. Okay. You should come tailgate with us. All right, I'm there. Yes. I'll well, tonight... Tonight I'll be in New York City. I'm coming back because I'm in Houston right now at our station out here in Houston. Mm -hmm. But I'll be at the New York City Wine and Food Festival with Reverend Run. So he'll be actually DJing, doing some throwback hits. It's like a throwback flashback Friday. Okay. And the proceeds are going to benefit Food Bank for New York City and No Kid Hungry. And then tomorrow I'll actually be moderating a panel at CultureCon. And that is in Brooklyn. And I'll be doing that with Shane Moisture as we are making an announcement. Uh, and it's going to have to do with cannabis and hemp. So I'm excited about that. Okay. I'm moderating the panel today, too, at the A3C Festival in Atlanta. Um, it's a panel about how we can fix the criminal justice system. My man T.I. is on the panel. I don't know who else is on the panel, but but, but Tip is definitely on the panel. So I'll see y'all today, ATL. Mm -hmm. I hate going to ATL, man. Food is amazing. Food is too amazing, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my will is weak. All right? But I'll be busting my ass in the gym this weekend, so I will indulge. Yes. All right. And well, shout out to everybody who's been hitting me up about our lip service tour. You know what I'm excited about? The guys from 85 South are going to be on our New York City stop that's dope. for the lip service tour. So it's going to be us versus them. So that should be pretty interesting. And we have some more announcements. I'm going to start seeing who's on the dates as we um, start rolling this out. In Houston, we're actually doing Slim Thug okay. as telling, our special guest. I'm telling y'all right now, y'all getting washed by the 85 South Yeah, don't show. play with them. No, no, nobody, and then nobody don't, up there better cry. Y'all yeah, better yeah. have thick skin. Don't it's not a, it's, no, no, no. It's not like we're going to diss each other. It's more of a knowledge battle. That's yeah. how it's Thoughts. That's how it's not. You don't, you, don't know Carlos, you don't know Carlos Miller, Chico, Bean, and DC Young Fly like I do. Yeah, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you right now. We're going to have a good time, but we'll be talking relationships and sex, and everybody's going to weigh in, and we'll see who agrees with who. Okay. All right. When we come back, positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Houston! I'll be there this Sunday, you know, talking real estate. We're doing one of our seminars. I think there's like 40 seats available. So I'll see you guys. We're going to be talking about real estate. And you know me, I bring everybody. I bring the credit guy. I bring the hard money lender, conventional lender, the agents, attorneys, trying to teach guys and teach you individuals how to get in the real estate game. I never knew. My parents didn't teach me. So I want to teach you guys and teach our own community. I want to see more of us at those auction houses. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of us on the steps of City Hall uh, bidding for houses. And we're going to show you how. Shout out to auction.com. They'll be there too to show you how to guide through their site. I'm ready to buy some more property, too. I'm excited about that. All right. I've been making some good investments. I'm proud of myself. Like, everything that I bought has valued it way more than what I paid for it. Okay. So far. That's the way to do it. Now, you got a positive note, Charlamagne? Yes, the positive note is simply this on this fine Friday. If you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they got planned for you? Probably not much. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?